So as you settle into your posture and get comfortable, you might use the mantra we've been using this weekend. How are you? It's interesting to see how sometimes the most banal and common things that we say can actually be looked at differently, used as a guide. Sometimes we come to practice thinking we're just going to sit down on the cushion and be the way we want to be. Hoping to ignore the way we actually are. And then halfway through the sitting we wonder why our mind is spinning out on this particular obsession or concern. Because we never really asked ourselves how we were. We didn't recognize that we came to the sitting with some energy, with some mood, with some anxiety, some grief. And so as we try to pay attention to the breath and create some ideal experience in meditation in the background, our real concerns were bubbling up and finally take over our sitting. So I like to ask right at that moment of beginning the sitting, what's going on with me right now? What's my physical energy? I'm going to have to work with that during this sitting. If I'm sleepy, I'm going to need to sit with a strong posture and perhaps let my eyes be open and take in some light. If there's some strong mood, I need to see that open to that, allow that before I can expect it to subside. If there's some concern that I've been mulling over, some worry, some project, to recognize Oh, there was this stream of thinking that I've been carrying or being carried by. Let me be careful in my sitting and be attentive to the arising of that stream of being carried away. So all of this is contained in the greeting to myself. How are you? 
the inquiry. And then, only then, when I've really been honest with myself about what I'm bringing to this meditation, do I then try to aim the attention, try to guide the attention to the breath? Relaxing, settling back, I'm beginning to watch my moment-to-moment experience, using the breath as an anchor and a reference point, but taking care that those things that I brought with me get the needed attention and the appropriate space
returning to the breath. Each time we notice that the mind has wandered. It has the effect of helping us to develop calm, clarity. The repetition of this practice is what cultivates concentration. But the way that we respond to the wandering mind in the attitude with which we notice and come back has a tremendous effect on the quality of our experience in meditation. It's natural that we want to stay focused to gain the benefits and pleasant experience of a quiet mind. But if we take an aggressive, a judging attitude into this process, allow ourselves to get frustrated, competitive, our meditation instead becomes a struggle. bringing a certain recognition of your lack of control. This can ease the whole process for us. And to notice what can you control in your practice. And what is beyond your control? What must just be accepted as the way things are? So instead of trying to create some experience or force the mind 
to behave the way we want it to. We can incline the mind. A gentle suggestion that it move towards calmness, clarity. And then watch what happens. If the causes and conditions have been cultivated, that inclining will lead naturally towards that calm and clarity. If those conditions aren't present, the mind will stay on its own track. repetitive practice gradually releases the energy that's pulling us. That gentle repetition allows the calm and clarity to arise, but not on our time. So in this way, we try to bring trust, faith in the process. Trust, faith in ourselves. We do our best, and then we let go of the results.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.